0: This week on the Pushball Oak Podcast, we are talking about refeeds and training longevity. All right, three, two, one. Team Green Pepper Dent
1: hey guys welcome to the push pull legs podcast with myself dammy
0: and me tom
1: hall it's kind of bub you're still not gonna live that down you know
0: people are still talking about about it now absolutely i still get messages i got tagged in a uh thing just like oh look just bought some peppers tom and it was just (laughs) it was just a red pepper a orange pepper and a yellow pepper i was like take them back mate um go get some green ones (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> interesting interesting. as well. I I went off on. I was asking a load of people. Clearly, I was busy at work today because um, I was I asking least. people uh, in the vicinity of me um, about egg prep again. Because we we kind of came to the scenario. It's like it's well done. Like awesome. Oh, fucking hell. Um, really good. That's another fine. Like, you were about <laughs> um, 20 good. I'm, uh, I'm no.
1: going to get that burger out of you. I'm telling you now. You, you must owe me about two burgers it's in five. absolutely mad. Yeah. Um,
0: like scrambled eggs and then poached. But somebody today was just like, yeah, fried. Like all day. I was like, what? No, like. Just fried even, eggs are the easiest. Fried egg, most just basic, easiest, basics, like thing to do. She was just like, yeah, it's fried eggs all the way. Just like poached eggs, Can't I can't cook them. I was like, I, I, don't I, understand, I understand a lot of people have trouble poaching eggs. I don't understand the, the toughness of it. Uh,
1: I, I, the reason I don't particularly love poaching eggs is because you lose a fair bit of the white, or you can do if you, you, know, if you don't do it properly. If you fuck it up, yeah. Um, but fried eggs for me are just, oh, nah. They're just, there's nothing. Nah, nah. They it's just a bit, top I feel, those, I I feel
0: like they're just, it's just a bit greasy. Like they're always, they there's always no, come off a little no, bit greasy. There's
1: no meal that I would have a fried egg with over a, uh, have a fried yeah. egg over a poached egg, any, anything like you think, you know, gammon egg and chips, poached egg. I wouldn't have it fried. I'd have it poached on the gammon. Cause then it just, the yolk goes everywhere. Likewise. And then if you have a like full breakfast, you'd have scrambled most of the time. Most I would probably have most of the time scrambled. And then you have any other kind of meal where you put a crack an egg on it. It never really fries. It kind of poaches. Um, yeah, I just don't – I I would – I'd banish fried eggs because <laughs> I, I even think boiled eggs have more of a place because they're on cold salads. You can have them. You can't have so. a fried egg on a cold salad. So, eggs
0: are boring, mate. So.
1: They are, but I think they're less boring than a fried egg.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, let's get on to real talk, mate, because um, Dan has got absolute diet brain. He just tried to basically setting up this podcast. is getting a nightmare every week. So we started off. He had his headphones on. Um, and then he's got some voice thing going That's on. A, like So like Dan sound thinks sound he's some effect. sort of DJ. He puts a sound effect on and goes, whoa, 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 take what's going on? I'm like, Dan, like, we got to record this normally. It's like, nah, this is really good. Uh, then we, we made him take that off. And then he put his next, his microphone, in. Well, you put your microphone in the headphone jacks or the... the yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, which they've even got a little symbol on them, I'm pretty sure. I know, like, I, um, I just couldn't see the symbol and properly. Then, I, just, uh, uh, I, I turned up the like, uh, <laughs> volume for Dan. All I could hear was yeah that was, wasn't was a good sound it wasn't dad's dan screaming no sound effects just literally his computer malfunctioning because it was like dan this is these aren't these aren't headphones or these aren't isn't a microphone mate so yeah, yeah. We're, we're finally here after the chap yeah, solid, solid diet brain but, uh, yeah absolute diet <laughs> yeah and he got rid of the beard which i'm very disheartened about so.
1: well i kind of have to i got a photo shoot and i it would look a bit stupid um yeah, you're fine That's but yeah
0: weird absolute bids for them um yeah so dan i believe so just before he came on said to me that he has a refeed day of about 700 plus carbs i call that just an average day but yeah Yeah. um but that's his refeed day and basically dan's gonna talk a little bit now about refeeds because i feel like we haven't covered any kind of Actual, yeah. Well, a... <laughs> I mean, this is kind of
1: it's not really this is less of a refeed, more of a carb up, I suppose. Um, refeed will probably be a bit more regular, but just to give you a bit of a background, yeah. Since I got back from my trip to Qatar, where my diet was less than optimal, I had to um, do some fairly extreme dieting, um, to get in condition for my shoot. So I just thought I'd give you a bit of a background. Uh, I've got my log open as to what I've been doing the last uh, free in it, right. The last few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been making up on the spot. Um, So since I got back on the 25th of March, so, you know, four weeks pretty much, I have not, I've only had one, two, three days where my calories got 2,000 or above. And on those three days, they were 2,026, 2,149, and 2,002. So, yeah, my calories have been pretty low. Uh, They've been on average... 17,000 uh 1700 diet brain 1700 a day um wait 17,000 a day I wish there was um so yeah 1700 a day for the last four weeks pretty much on average so I'm extremely depleted uh, alongside having also before I went away I was doing no cardio and since coming back I've done at least a thousand calories each week of cardio which for me is a fucking lot because I hate cardio um so yeah there's just a little bit of a background for you um it's not been pleasant at all not been fun um but i've done what i needed to do um so yeah tomorrow's my last low day before i have my carb up tomorrow so because i've had such low amounts of food um my glycine levels are pretty much pretty much rock (laughs) bottom so to fill me out i'm gonna need a decent amount of carbohydrates so i'm following the rough protocol line McDonald set out uh which is between 8 to 10 grams of carbs per kilo of body weight on the first day and then a little bit less on the second day so thursday i'm having 750 grams of carbs from primarily high gi based foods um and what does also that mean, that,
0: what kind of foods we having? uh
1: so that's like fast releasing foods um i was hoping so you're, the, the,
0: I'm, you're the kind of personality that would have already mapped out that day
1: oh yeah yeah you know I've, <laughs> I've already planned my day out well no because you also have to keep fiber low and fat low okay so you have to think about what you're doing and you have to go for a food shop and all that sort of stuff so it, it does require a little bit of, of thought so again you don't want anything too high in fiber because that can cause gut irritation you don't want to bloat too much um, and you have to keep your fats low so that you don't potentially gain too much weight.
0: Nothing worse uh, than doing having it. to heal, you, heal your gut, mate. Nothing
1: worse <laughs> yeah. than Yeah, your... and also fat slows down <laughs> digestion and all that sort of stuff. Um, so my day on Thursday, I've got 191 grams of protein, 703 grams of carbs, and 53 grams of fat, um, of which 270 grams of sugar, of course. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going a bit bro with it, though, You see, I'm having basically the same meals. So I'm having egg whites with eat lean cheese on it, because I fucking love that stuff, uh, and a bag of rice for breakfast. Same again for lunch. And then for dinner, I'm having chicken sausages with a bag of rice. The magic happens in between that, though. So in between each meal... I am going
0: to say, it's boring as fuck so far.
1: Yeah, in between (laughs) each meal, I've got a 100-gram bowl of cereal... So they're three bowls of cereal through the day. Decent. And then I've got um, two bits, uh, two wraps with jam in before bed. Wraps? What? Yeah, wraps with jam. Mate, right, you've got to keep fibre and fat low. <laughs> it's like a free-for-all here. Like, I can't just sit there and fucking eat Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. for <laughs> the I'd love to. Um, that wasn't the, almost... I've
0: never had a wrap, like a tortilla wrap with I jam on. I love
1: tortilla wraps with jam in. Have you ever had, had sweet tortilla wraps before, mate? Pancake no mate tortilla wrap <laughs> right? reese's cups all the sweet good stuff melted amazing um what's and the then calorie, on a friday what's, what's the
0: carbon calorie content of a tortilla i'm 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 way off here uh
1: tortilla yeah is
0: about
1: 220 ish uh, 250 220
0: what per wrap yeah how big are these
1: in calories yeah 180 calories
0: 180 i wasn't that far off you, you so sounded like i was like what the hell are you on about <laughs> i
1: thought you went in one i was like that's far off um so yeah about 33 grams of carbs three grams of fat um and but i just like them and and again thinking of uh like i say lowering fat and keeping the most amount of carbs you can in uh and then on the friday i've got pretty similar meals i'm not going anywhere different other than those and again, that comes in at 500 grams of carbs and 40 grams of fat. Um, and then on Saturday, the day before the shoot, my fats go up to 80 grams, and my carbs come down to 100, and I'll be roughly at maintenance calories for that day, uh, just to try and tighten up before my shoot on Sunday, where I'm going no carb basically until my shoot. Um, but yeah, you have to plan it out a little bit because it requires so much. It requires so much thought in terms of keeping. Fibre low, fat low, carbs high, protein on point. And um, there's so many other things you have to think about. So uh, you have to consider the effect that things can have on bloating, for example. So my veg is going to be pretty much non-existent over those few days. Um, so I'll be having lettuce probably as my kind of like veggie bit just because the fiber is actually quite low in lettuce. It's not that high. It's mainly just water. Did you just say um,
0: veggie bitch?
1: veggie bits all right. as a, as a veg, you can't just have nothing <laughs> um, and then i'm going with uh, i'm going with eggs as my protein source on most of my meals because i know okay. i d- digest it quite well um i'm not having uh, cow's milk with my cereal either okay. i don't have an issue with cow's milk at all but i think drinking two liters of it in a day could be the way to find out if you do have yeah. an issue with <laughs> it. Um, so i'm going with a mixture of almond milk and hazelnut milk um over the course of the day with the cereal. Um, And just taking out all things that are potential irritants. Again, I don't have issues with gluten, but I'm keeping that down to a minimum where possible. Again, yeast I don't have a problem with, but again, that's why I'm not having bread or anything that like rises is already airy, um, because it could potentially bloat me slightly. I don't think it would, um, but it's kind of like a why take the risk when you've worked this hard for a shoot, there's no point when you can just have something like rice. So yeah, that's it really. And then, like I said, Saturday's at maintenance day. That's quite a hard day because you've just eaten loads of food and then you're not eating anything again. Um, And then on the the day, you can kind of power through and not worry about it. Um, But I don't know what I'm going to do yet after my shoot. I don't know if I'm going to be done. I don't know if I'll do another one. So yeah, I'm not really going – I'm not doing anything afterwards. I'm not going out for food. I'm not planning anything crazy. Um, I've got a few boxes of cereal um, some Pop-Tarts, but I'm keeping them all at the office and I'm going to bring them back home to eat or eat them at the office where people can have a go at me if they think I'm taking the piss. Um, <laughs> and just, yeah, I'm going to have seven days basically where I just kind of chill out with it all, see how I feel the week after and if I want to carry on, I can carry on. But um, I'm a bit sick and tired of it now, to be honest. But I think that's just because I've been going so hard the last four weeks. You know, if you yeah. might... Yeah, going at 1,600, calories a day for four weeks plus doing four lots of cardio a week plus training, it just gets a little bit on top of you. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do after that. I'm going to wait and see. You can't make a decision now because your brain's all over the place and I'm getting a bit food-focused. I am starting to think about food slightly differently than I was before. Up to before I went away, I was never thinking about what I'm going to eat after or what I want to enjoy. But since coming back from Qatar and having to go really hard, really aggressive – just to get the work done I've noticed that that for me crossed that line where I was like right it's now getting a bit difficult and I was uh, happy I was happy before I was on 1800 calories a day a couple of days at 2200 as a refeed was probably about right for me I was losing weight at a comfortable rate and then when I went away I must have put on maybe a kilo and it put me right back and I had to really work hard now I've done, I've done well enough like I'm leanest I've bin been probably so I've managed to pull out the bag but it's not been easy and it, I think it just shows you that there's that point you get to where it just becomes too difficult. And for me, I, I can kind of see that mark between 1,800 calories a day to 1,600 and how even that small amount of food, most people would say, I oh, it won't make a difference. But that, was, for me, was the difference for when I started being like, I'm fucked. To before I was like, actually, this is all right. I can manage it. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. Everyone's got that kind of point that they kind of break at. Um, so who knows? If I go up to you know, 2,400 calories for a week, I might just feel all right again. And then I can go back to 1800 and do no cardio and take it nice and easy six weeks into another shoot. And I might be feeling like I can get better. But uh, like I said, I don't really know. I'm just looking forward to that cereal. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, the other thing as well, because like, I've got a couple of clients doing the same photo shoot as me. Yeah. Um, and one of the biggest things about that day that, that people don't realize, and I found out the first time, and it's been the one thing I've said to every client since he's done a shoot, is you think after that day you're going to be really, really happy and you're going to be full and you're going to feel great and you do not you feel still feel hungry you still could eat more you literally you have to stop yourself eating more like i'll get to the end of the day at 700 grams of carbs and i'll be like shit you know what like i could eat more and i'll have to stop myself because you, you just assume that eating out of food you're going to be really really happy and uh, like i've got all my calls and my clients tomorrow about their carb ups for their shoot and again it's really boring but i learned the hard way of when I had like, I think first one I did, I had like 500. I was like, I'm going to fit this in, I'm going to fit that in, and then I'm going to fit that in. And it was like, no, just stick to fucking boring food because it's not about you giving into temptation now. This is about you making sure you get the right amount of carbs in and you're looking good, not giving into your want for Haribo or for pick and mix. Like, no, get rice in because you're going to be so hungry. So you need to make sure that you're making the right decisions. Um, And I think that's a mistake some people make um, quite a lot. And then day before, uh, the shoot, you can again playing around with water and shit like that. It's not really necessary for most people, um, unless you're doing bodybuilding shows and stuff like that. But uh, I'll probably just drink a little bit less because I'll be not drinking any fizzy drinks, um, just drinking water and then a little bit of salt that day, and yeah, it should be fine. But nothing crazy going on really. Just I'm I'm massively glycogen depleted, so get some carbs in there. My body can probably handle seven, eight hundred grams and store it. So I've got to have more than that so that I account for my body naturally burning off some of those carbs. Um, So although it sounds like a lot, 1,200, 1,250, my body will get through some of those carbs as energy just to keep me functioning that day. Like I'll feel like I have more energy and I'll move more and I'll fidget more and whatever, my body will naturally burn some you know it'll heat up a little bit all that sort of stuff as just a natural thermic effect of all that food so uh, that's why there's a slightly increased amount but i hope my clients are listening to this because they're probably gonna get a few less carbs <laughs> um, but again it's more from a point of view of it when it's your first time it depends on how lean you are for one but it also depends on how long you've been glycogen depleted and how many carbs you handle on a normal day and yeah i know that i can get through five 500 grams of carbs in a day and not gain any weight whereas some of my clients they go up to three hundred grams and you can see the scale change real quick. So it's about managing that as well. Um but yeah. There you go. So that's what's going on. Macabre. Interestingly,
0: going back to something you just because I did I did have a story uh which obviously I don't really I don't prep people for uh shows, right? So more for powerlifting or strength or anything like that. So um when it comes to shows And somebody said to me, so this is when I raised some eyebrows because I was like, "Mm, that sounds a bit weird. Um, Obviously, you'd be more in the know than I am. But if I gave you these details, so give or take, I reckon about 45 to 53, 52 kilo female ready for a shoot the day after is um, going through a massive depletion on the day before and is doing a water flush housing 50 grams of carbs and six liters
1: of water what would you say to that probably unnecessary massively um again like the the differences here are the amount of times people talk about water and all that sort of stuff is you're looking for an effect from that water load or the you know the load and then the depletion and the water flushed sounds like bullshit like because you're flushing but anyway um the reason that people do it, and again, bodybuilders and stuff do it, because they are that shredded and lean that getting rid of some water off their body could help potentially. But the biggest problem you have is that your body cannot distinguish between intracellular and extracellular water. So even if you're holding a bit of water extracellularly, which rarely happens, most of the time it's just say fat, that it's again just,
0: three times fast.
1: No. Um, <laughs> most of the time, people say they're holding water, but they're not. They're just fat. Like I'm not. I'm under no illusion. that I have a little bit of like lower. I have a little bit of lower lower body fat on my abs, which has never gone. And I'm not going to sit here and go. Oh, I'm just holding a bit of water. St- I'm not stubborn of body water.
0: fat. Mate.
1: It's just that I'm not dieted for long enough to get rid of this last little bit. And it's a bit a bit of loose skin or whatever. But yeah, it's annoying. And the problem you've got is bodybuilders do it. And when bodybuilders do it, they're on all sorts of drugs, diuretics, whatever. They can do it, and they make a huge difference because they're that vascular. You can see the difference if you're talking about 45 to 52 kilo female a i doubt she's that lean for a photo shoot anyway lean enough that you'd even notice any of change in her muscle tissue any change in her leanness or fullness to the point where you probably wouldn't even carb her up you'd just go here's an extra 100 grams of carbs on that day enjoy the photo shoot like you do not need to carb up a female mm. of that size for a photo shoot i wouldn't have thought in my opinion if they're Unless they've done a horrific diet and they've really massively depleted their glycogen stores, which, again, I doubt it. Um, But, again, even at that point, at that weight, they don't need that many carbs anyway to kind of do that. Um, So, yeah, to kind of put them on really, really low carbs and do a water flush, what's the fucking point? Because you're taking away all the carbs. There's no glycogen stored in the muscle, which with it retains water, which makes the muscles appear fuller anyway. So what's the point? you're not actually making you're literally not making any difference to the the girl um other than making sure she pees all the time constantly. (laughs) And, and like yeah the next day she might have then felt a little bit tighter and if she the other thing you can't we can't look past the placebo effect here the other thing is if someone said that to that to that female is she gonna be more compliant to sticking to the diet that day probably is she gonna be more compliant the next day probably because she thinks she's doing something magic um is it that that could have been it? Is it the fact that she didn't have much stress? Yeah, probably. Um, so I think they're the sort of things you have to think about. Um, is I mean, it is it necessary? No. Is it going to harm them? Not not hugely. Really. Um, but it's just a, again I'm not going to be doing it's anything, just... anything stupid like that. I'll I'll drink a little bit less water the day before, but nothing crazy. I'm still going to be drinking what I want. I'm not going to be measuring it out like some people measure it all out and get mental, but. I just don't, I've, I've never, I'll be honest, if I'm really, really honest, I've never been lean enough to worry about it, I've never been lean no. enough to, to think about it, and that's, and I've got fairly lean for photo shoots, I mean, you're talking bodybuilder lean to be worrying about that sort of stuff, in my opinion, um, like Mike will worry about it when he comes to do his show, he'll think about that, and he'll have a plan in place for that week, but that's because you can see the guy's fucking veins on his abs, <laughs> right? I doubt this female was in that position, so, you know, it's, yeah. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. I completely concur. Exactly how what I reload. I Especially like, if, as well, I bet there was no no consideration given for fiber intake. So, you know, if, if they're eating loads of fiber and they're drinking loads of water, who's to say that they won't look bloated from that? You don't know. Like again, I, that it doesn't sound like it was a consideration. If it probably wasn't, if they were fucking giving out that sort of advice. <laughs> but yeah,
0: that's fair. cool. That's, that's everything on Dan's refeed, mate. So. It sounds thoroughly disgusting uh, from my point of view. Obviously, anybody who's listening to this isn't really uh, saying, (laughs) isn't doing a photo shoot or anything like that. realise Dan is the... abnormal person is the anomaly in the room right now like, 100% yeah. <laughs> um, I,
1: am, I am in most rooms
0: to be yeah fair. to be fair um yeah I think that's something that like Eric Helms always says like we're the freaks we're the guys who want to look like this and want to do this it's not normal for the general part I realize yeah. we have some gen pop who that's when that's when it, it kind of it's the I don't know it's like the validation stuff of it it's like yeah hey, I gotta look like that and you don't like I've got no qualms uh, I've, I don't it's, really it's, want to look like that Uh, um, at some point maybe but I'm just like meh
1: it's one of those things as well though where like there's this assumption again that for me like I've had to do something drastic again like I know I'm not a bodybuilder I don't I don't class myself as a competitive bodybuilder I would maybe like to compete again at some point and I would like to challenge myself in the future but at the moment it's just not the right time um so I don't call myself a bodybuilder per se but the for me to get into photo shoot condition and for my clients to get in photo shoot condition that they've got into for this weekend I've done the same things, the same principles that I would do with an obese client. Like, There's nothing magic going on here. Like, There's no difference between going from there to there. It's just a little bit longer time, a few more refeeds, being a bit smarter with your carbohydrate and your training. But at the end of the day, I've not done anything magic. I got back from Qatar. I'd put on a bit of weight. I need to cut my calories. Like, I didn't fucking go and do HIIT training and claim it was because I did HIT training. Or <laughs> I've not done any fasting. I've not done any carb backloading. I've not done any carb cycling. I've just been in a calorie deficit like it and I think there's this, con, there's this misconception like I had it the other, we had it the other day actually someone messaged um, us at Team Box and they said oh I think you guys are great awesome blah blah, blah whatever that's all fine um, <laughs> I was, you know, I'm quoting false. someone does that false. count? false uh, that uh, no that's uh, a
0: absolute uh, fucking uh, humble brag uh, oh you guys are so, great this is somebody else talking Time. Yeah, really fine. Um, yeah, all right.
1: And and they sort of said, oh, you, I think you'd really it'd really help you if you put out some of your testimonials from people who maybe didn't get into photo shoot condition and got a little, you know, just went from overweight to good shape or something like that. And I was, I we just kind of went, oh, that's quite interesting way of looking at it, whatever. But you're like, delete these clients. But the fundamental principles are the same, regardless. Like to get someone to that position. It takes just the same amount of work. I know the perception from the outside looking in is that they don't want to be that extreme about things. But yeah. there's a perception that you need to be extreme to get there. And there's nothing extreme going on here. I just go lower calories, which, yeah, you could argue is a bit more extreme. But you can do the same thing on, low, on higher calories just for a longer period of time. Possibly um, the it's, lamest it's,
0: it's, extreme sport ever.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think some people and some coaches like that guy you mentioned make it. They want to make it seem they, they, more. Extreme. Yeah, they're like, like oh yeah, we've got, we got. Special.
0: I've got to do this crazy thing. This is really like some deep science that's going on. And I was like,
1: ah. I, it's like one of those where if I if Sorry. I rocked up to my shoot now the way I look, I'd be pretty happy. I'm I'm flat as anything, and I need some carbs in me, but I still look alright, and I'd be pretty happy with it. And like I had this conversation with Mike, and it was like. He was going, Oh, should I have this? Should we have that? And we talked about carbs to have and it was like, actually, do you know what? Why would you go too far with it and fuck things up potentially and look really shit when actually look good now, have you know, go slightly under on the carbs where you think you might need, and you're gonna be fine, right? You're gonna look pretty good. Um and there's just this com- misconception that is in some way like drastic or that I'm gonna get people to take loads of supplements. I'm like, No, like I, I don't talk about that sort of stuff. It's literally get a car deficit, lose some weight and you're gonna look that way and it's just interesting the misconception is that to be to get to that level you have to do something fundamentally different to get from obese to healthy and really it's not it's just the same just for a longer period of time it's kind or... of
0: just literally button in on that phrase mate because that will move us literally segueing into our next kind of topic as well and what you're saying is a longer period of time in that kind of scenario and uh so <laughs> it's interesting off Boris Shaco. Everybody doesn't know um, who Boris Shaco is. Strength coach, awesome. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> God. i already in this Jesus show. Christ. Um, <laughs> programming strength guy. Um, go look up Shako method. Um, but <laughs> it was a quote. Um, it was like, Mr. Shako, your program doesn't work. I trained one week. I did a test. No progress. I'm upset. Waste of time. Just is reluding what you're saying, Dan, is, uh, and we can talk about it, the fact of adherence and longevity or whatever, um, but sticking at it for a long time. Not there was no there was no bells or whistles for a week, a two week fix. And it was like, yeah, you had to like come back from Qatar, but you were in Qatar for four weeks, your holiday in for four weeks, essentially or whatever it was. But you could, you had, you're like, oh right, but I've got how long? You have seven weeks when you came
1: back. Yeah, it was about
0: that, yeah. About that, yeah. You were like, oh, no, I've still, got, I've still got seven weeks. Seven weeks can, if you say that to somebody already, it's like that could seem like an eternity for some some people. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, that's just uh, that's a drop in the ocean of what I want you to do and what your lifestyle should hopefully turn out to be. And that's what it starts to be. Um, so in terms of programming and longevity of training, Dan, I think from that quote is just, it, it does sum up a... Uh, I guess a fair few kind of, I know, clients, obviously, we've dealt with in the past. And probably if it hits home to anybody who's listening, it's just the uh, the willingness to kind of quit before it's even really got that hard or before it's gotten really good as well, where the progress is like, shit, all right, this is, it's been like, yeah, six months to a year. And finally, like now I'm looking back. So I'll name up one of my clients, Vijay, I, I've been training for, must be 18 months, but I gave, he obviously hasn't looked, he might have looked back at his photos, but I gave, I just, I looked at two photos side by side and it was a year apart and I was like, dude, like the, <laughs> the size wow. difference is massive, obviously he's been on a year long bulk essentially, which is like the yeah. dream. But I was just like, looking at that, it was like putting it side to side. And I was like, looks fucking incredible. But you've got to take a step back and realise it's taken a year. He's natty, whatever, blah blah blah. He's not a big guy naturally anyway, so it was a bit hard to do. But yeah, it's the the prolonged and longevity. I feel like it's that's been that's been posted a fair bit, like AJ Morris, you commented on the kind of the free year. Is it three, four years that he's put in? recently obviously he's fucking young right he's 21 years old so he's got a long way to go he's still training age is low but as low as ours you know <laughs>
1: but probably so higher than mine <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah but i guess what's your take on people's perspective on i don't know when should they be trying to look for their results or should it be mapped out already where they should have results if they were losing weight gaining weight gaining strength or anything like that. Do you feel like little, do
1: you know,
0: little do you know what, signs like, in the I think, road, or or is that the coach's co- like decision to kind of tell them that, or this is where you've got to look at it?
1: Yeah, I think it's. Um, for me, it comes down to. You're never gonna get. What you want, like I think, when you realise that, because and the reason I say that is because. This is my third shoot, or whatever it is. But I'm going to do another one. I want to look better, and I think that the problem with the fitness journey, I suppose, is that you're never really fully 100% going to go right. Wow, I stopped. I've done it. I've completed the game. You know, <laughs> high five. I'm going to retire. Like, you don't do it for those reasons. And I think that once you get your head around that, that the time is going to pass anyway. Like, if you decide to give up on your fitness journey, and you decide to just put on a stone, or you decide to quit, like, and put the weight back on again, like you're still going to be unhappy like, you're still not going to want to you're not going to feel great and look in the mirror you're not going to feel great in clothes and like even if you put a, on hiatus for a couple of months and you just said well i'm just going to maintain for a couple of months like that's cool like, there's nothing wrong with that because you know at the end of that two months you're going to want to go again or whatever it is and i just think the people that assume that it's going to take two months and all of a sudden in two months they're going to be happy um they're I think you've got, to, you've got to get to a point where you're happy with your physique and you've accepted where you're at and you've accepted your goal. And it is important for a coach, I think, to say, look how far you have come. Like, Look at the differences here. Like, Hang on, you're eating this much food now? Your waist is this? You know, whatever. And I, I never use weight as a marker of success for someone's goals. I'll always go on body shape or waist measurements or calories that they're eating and stuff. And like, I love working with a variety of clients. Like I've said this before, is like I don't really have a niche. I don't really have something that I focus on most clients want fat loss right but i've been working with a client recently and i really enjoyed working with her she came to me um really low calories scared to eat more food stupid amount of steps loved train never saw any progress wanted to build muscle but didn't want to eat any food um and she came to me on a meal plan from another shit coach who has got a lot to fucking answer for um sorry mate yeah <laughs> yeah you know like the, the, the poor woman was on a certain number of calories but an unlimited green veg so she used to just eat green veg like I was going out of fashion you know fibers up at 80 90 grams a day really bloated and not feeling great about how she looks and stuff and I've got her now on two and a half thousand calories and she's lost weight since then like she's losing weight and we're trying to get her to gain weight and her calories just keep going up and up and up she's on more calories than fucking me like and I've really enjoyed working with her but again for her it's been a real challenge because I've been trying to get through to her like it's just a journey like each week each month we're going looking back and go look at your progress you've made we're going look at your waist measurement look at how your weights are going up like a volume load each week over the 12 weeks has just fucking skyrocketed because guess what she's eating carbs again brilliant and it's just about for me it's about collecting all that data and going just look at how different you are now and your your mindset and your view of food is compared to when you started i don't give a fuck what you weigh or whatever but look at where you are and look at how much your mind has changed, and how much then because of it, your body has changed, how much your relationship with food has changed. They're the things to me. Like if I had a client who, you know, even if they lost weight, but they didn't improve their relationship with food and they just gave up and they put the weight back on again, I, it's, it's a waste of time, it's just a waste of everyone's time. And you can't just throw money at it and hope it goes away. You've got to have that. Sh- and I hate the word, but you've got to have that shift in mindset to be, no, this is something I do now. This is my lifestyle. Like, yes, there'll be days where I fuck up, there's days where me and you fuck up. We have burgers, chips, and milkshakes, and that's, they're great days. They're not really fuck-up days. They're great days. We enjoy them. But we understand where it fits in the whole lifestyle thing. And if you've had two years of burgers and chips every single day, well, guess what? You're probably not going to be able to have one every single week for the next year. Right? It's probably not going to happen. And it's about understanding that there's going to be those small sacrifices to make. And like you said, you're only going to see the change after a year, much like you only saw the change that you got fat after three years. You know, you started realizing, hang on a minute, I put these clothes on and they don't fit anymore. And I've like, had to buy more bigger clothes, and then you get to that point where you go, actually, I should do something about this. Well, hang on, it's taking me three years to get here. Oh, it's going to take me three months to get down there. No, it's not going to take you three months. <laughs> You've got to, you know, at least the time it took you to get there, maybe half it, and you'd be lucky to do it in a year and a half. Lucky to do it in a year and a half. And yeah. there's this misconception, a thing that we fight, come up against all the time with, with training and health and fitness and all this sort of stuff, is we get a lot of because it costs money it's almost like people think it should be for free and it's like, well, hang on a minute. You've got to <laughs> stay by yourself. Like, I'm not going to help you out of it for free. But my biggest bugbear is when people go, oh, it's too expensive. And I'm like, hang on a minute, like compared to what compared to what compared to you sitting there being unhappy about how you look and not happy with your gym performance. Like, how long are you going to carry on doing that? That's expensive. Like worrying about all that sort of stuff day in, day out, not giving a, not giving a shit going out drinking every weekend that's expensive like I don't know I just think it's, it's easy for us to say it I suppose but there's an element here where it becomes a lifestyle like I've got clients of mine now who've been with me for three years like they're still making progress they're still on their journey they're still seeing results they're just different results to when they first signed up right they're just different at the stage of their journey and yeah. it's about providing that mm-hmm. value throughout so that you are changing their goals you are challenging them you are moving them forward um and I'm just lucky so it's they're not the kind of people to give up after fucking two weeks. But it's that, it's that assumption that you're going to see results in two weeks. And, you know, we're lucky enough to work with some pretty well-off people. And I think in most walks of life, you can buy anything you want. With any, I've seen it with people. I've been around people who can buy whatever they want, the cars, the yachts, whatever. But the one thing they cannot buy is a decent physique and fat loss. Yeah, you can go and have surgery, but again, it doesn't solve the problem because they go and put the weight back on again. It's about understanding the lifestyle that goes with it. So, when you fundamentally change someone's lifestyle and they have that sort of money, they realise, fuck, this is just hard work. Like, it's, it's, there's no tricks here. There's nothing magic here. Um, and I think you, you know, you'll be well aware of it from from your clients in London. Is that they they kind of know. They know that they just know it takes hard work and there's a reason that you'll have had the same clients for three years as well is that they'll have changed massively and they'll be like fuck me look at this I've done all this work look how far I've come and you have to remind them sometimes like look at the deadlift weight you've got on there when you first came to me you couldn't even lift a kettlebell off the floor <laughs> you know and it's like that empowerment that it gives people and that feeling you can't put a price on that it's the, you really can the can't. pull up
0: one is just the biggest one it's always a goal for me no matter who the client is to get somebody yeah, to yeah. do a pull up or to do a press up that was always like shit I can knock out a set of ten of those and I'm like yeah I can barely fucking do that right now because I'm a fat bastard but yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's big man that's big um, and I think it goes the same way in terms of if you look at the strength coaching aspect of it and realising oh Tom yeah so I'm post surgery so um, yeah the doctor didn't really give me a time scale um, so what do you think <laughs> I'm not giving you a time scale if he's not going to give you one um, <laughs> from a physical therapy demand like fuck no idea how stuff's gonna get knotted together. We have generalizations, and it can be like stuff up to, like, articular cartilage stuff can be like, all right, yeah. So your journey could, could, of reports of research could last up to two years. Are you ready for that? And they're like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years. We got, we got to repair your, I don't know your labral or your tear or anything like that. It's like this is a lifestyle now, and there are some people. Again, I'm lucky that there's. I've taken on a client recently who is that and hip label tear awful but but she's jumped at it we're what well, <laughs> no, no, <jumping. laughs> no jumping no not that Um but yeah what are we we uh last scan we were so we're <laughs> for the first I took her for the first four months I didn't even bother looking at diet I knew she was a little bit overweight and her physio called her jello which is great for self esteem Really good idea, um, and then I, I just, she started edging away from her physio and more to me, and so to seeing me three times a week instead of the physio once a week. And I was like, oh, that's a good choice. Well done. Good. Also, more cash. So, absolutely fine." Um, but <laughs> but yeah, we then I she realised that I can start manipulating her diet a little bit more, and yeah, we we put on, it was something like she put on a kilo of muscle, and we've lost four kilos of, of body fat, according to hour mm-hmm. scans and it's like it's the best it's the best scan i can use uh of the, the equipment i have available right so yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna trust it and, and i was like look at that and like we put on strength and you're stronger and you're way more happy and you're further along it's like it's she's like why has the target weight gone up i was like because you've got more muscle now so you're not jello it's great but she's realized that yeah yeah and she's like tom um you're not leaving me like this is this is forever now. I was like, okay, brilliant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but, um, but, no, but I, yeah,
1: I think, I think as well, like I, longevity, when you right? have clients who, you know, like leave you after a month or six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it is, I kind of now don't beat myself up about it anymore. And, and again, no. it's not being, it's not being big headed. It really isn't. But I know that there's probably nothing that I've done wrong. Like majority of the time. Um, like just because you didn't see a kilo weight loss each week for eight weeks doesn't make me a bad coach it means that somewhere along the way you didn't understand this process or or maybe maybe you could argue i didn't i didn't set out the initial expectations very well but more often than not it's kind of like oh i didn't see progress quick enough and i was like well you didn't check in that week you didn't check in this week like you can't just spend money on me and then never speak to me and expect things to happen and there's also that assumption in pt and it's like people are going oh I've been doing this now eight weeks and now oh, it's not really feeling the benefit. Well, actually you, you skipped two of the weeks cause you were out drinking pissed and you did wake up the hangover and canceled on me. So actually who's the one that actually hasn't been putting their all into it. And I think it's that whole thing of you think that by paying someone, it's like, it's done. I, I don't have to worry about it now. Like it's going to happen. And like, no, that's just the start of the hard work. You're, you're just now guiding yeah. all your energy in the right direction and you're doing the right thing, but you've still got to do it. Like, you just now know which path to go and how to how best to do it. And I've had people before that've been paying me and just not done what I've told them to do. And Absolutely, I'm like, well, yeah, that what, happens what all the time. Me to, what do you want me to do? Here? <laughs> like, I'm not making this shit up. I've done it before, and, and it's when you get a client who, like you said, like is with you for life or like with you for three years and constantly checks in and constantly does their work. And I had a client recently sign up. And sometimes during the sign-up process, we get a lot of questions. I'm like, oh, should I do this? Can I do this? And I'm like, well, you've not read the thing I've sent you because it's all in there. And I had a client recently sign up, and I sent her an email after the the assessment week and after our first phone call. I was like, can I just say, you've been the most perfect client. Like, You've restored my faith in our system. And she was like, what are you on about? And I was like, well, because you've done everything exactly as I asked it to be done. You've read the booklet. You've read the email. You've uploaded everything as it should be done. And she was like, well, yeah, it's all written out. Does everyone not do that? And I was like, you'd be amazed, like, <laughs> honestly. People just don't read stuff. Like, they pay for it, but don't read it or whatever. And it takes a bit of time to get them set up. And it just reaffirms that I actually no, it's people that are the issue here. Like, there's something that they're not doing. No, and they just think, again, like, they just think by paying money, it's going to disappear. And I'm like, no, no, that's when the hard work starts. And, you know, that's the – some people just aren't ready for that, right? So.
0: Yeah, and I think, I mean, the whole mindset thing that is, in a, I think, mindset's creeping around again. And I think with that whole aspect of, I think the question I asked was in terms of, should you lay out where like you're going to go? And obviously, you've got the goals and primary, secondary goals or what's happening. Um, and maybe little goals that you as a coach is picking out for strength or little little target movement goals etc all the way through those might be like little micro goals that will happen like weekly um and then you've got your big like macro primary goal which is like all right actually and you lay out to them if at two years you're not here then this is where i would expect to be give yourself some leeway there yeah um um, yeah then, then you're not the issue hopefully you, if you followed exactly what you're trying to do, obviously there's gonna be hiccups. Always gonna be hiccups all, along the way, but give yourself some room, um, and you know where you can get to as a coach and how you can take your clients there. Because hopefully that's happened before. Um, mm. So yeah, obviously down with his prep, all that kind of stuff. Me with like probably injury rehab is probably my primary thing right now, um, and the fact that these people realise, oh shit, Tom, you can you can take me on a bit longer journey than I thought, like not just it annoys me when people call it physio i'm like i'm not a physio it's not physio um yeah you can't claim for me um but then i can take you into strength stuff and we can be like all right we can do explosive stuff and now we can we can get stronger we can look a little bit better it's like we can we can do this stuff this is what actual like personal training can be realize that it's not just bodybuilding sorry um yeah we can (laughs) start looking at movement um but yeah, that's that's just a long term thing. I think if you buy into a coach then let it run its course. Um especially like both me and you. Um we've bought into coaching. How so is somebody still programming you?
1: No, I do it myself no, now. You know, I'm, you smart. I'm smart enough to do it myself now. No, <laughs> so but like, but no, when, in all seriousness, like I'm mean, in all seriousness though, I'm I am now with work now the way it's set up in our office, I'm around exactly four, four of the great coaches three days a week, five four well. days a week. So. yeah
0: um so email's not there so i don't know who you're counting (laughs) um
1: so it's one of those where it's like i don't need to really i kind of have that with me but again i have had a coach before um and i've also got you to bounce ideas off about training and stuff so i'm quite lucky in that sense that i do have very very smart people and you around me um (laughs) so it's quite Dan made a like, joke so you, you know you've had a coach, you've had a coach and stuff like i right, mean
0: yeah i was with clarky for uh, like 18 months just to learn everything well not everything just to learn it took me on a little journey i hit some numbers that i wanted to hit and then i was like yeah. ah cool i can probably because i needed to do rehab and you know, so I just, yeah, the other I,
1: thing as well just lastly on that as well don't be afraid of course like this is the other thing that isn't really related to relate. you know kind of related to give your coach a bit of time but then don't don't worry about it if things don't work out because some some relationships just don't work like you just don't go yes. on with someone and, they, and that's fine and that's also fine like just say that as well um but most you know we're pretty nice people most of the time we get on with most people pretty well um but like if you've been you know if you have been sitting on the fence for a while and you have been thinking oh maybe i should get a coach i promise you once you start and once you start seeing the results and you see how easy and simple it is and how detailed the process can be but yet how simple it is you really don't see it as an expense and you just kind of go oh my god like why was I not doing this before so like if you are listening to this and you have thought about it like just message one of us and just go can I just have a chat with you about how it works because you might be surprised at how simple and easy it might it might actually be and you might start your journey like if you're sat there just thinking oh you actually have not really made any progress the last four or five months what am I doing it's a normal feeling to, to have, but just even if you just had six months of coaching, you'd be amazed. After that six months, you were like, "Fucking hell! Look at how much I've changed. Like this is ridiculous. I'm not even really been doing that much. I've just been doing the right thing at the right time." Um, and I think you can be amazed at how how much of a progress you can make.
0: Also, you um, can be amazed how annoying clients can be when uh, they're anticipating a new program. And yeah. they're like, "Oh yeah, I really need it for Monday."
1: No, you don't. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'll get it Tuesday yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know Mondays no no Tom I'm planning on training Monday cool sweet awesome fuck Tom's times. horrible to his clients <laughs> <laughs> no you can start Tuesday
1: what no <laughs> yeah
0: it's hilarious. everything
1: starts on a Monday uh, every-
0: Thomas no it doesn't fuck off
1: Does, I, need- I need
0: to do work on a Monday so that's when I do my work and send stuff so yeah that's when I'll send. Sundays for me, I can show.
1: Stupid things on Thomas? Stupid. Ooh, that sounds like bollocks. Probably because it is. Stupid things on the internet this week. Stupid things.
0: Um, yeah, well, it's, it's kind of kind of old news, really. Um, in terms of. Because I was skimming through. I don't know what caught my eye. Um, on. I believe on pronounces, right? Is LG intensities. Uh, social media feeds he's the guy that absolutely rips on crossfit essentially on youtube um but <laughs> there was a ad on i think uh, a chap who obviously he was ripping into um who is well known for stealing content and for maybe not portraying his physique as it is and i think there's a I think it's damning that how this because there was a, there was a trainer at uh, my gym who was talking about getting an app like this to uh, kind of yeah nullify some crap bits on their body and make them seem thinner and leaner than they actually are but it popped up during uh, one of his things how the uh, <laughs> Google adverts had got it absolutely spot on and it was uh, a manly photo editor for uh, a bodybuilder Right in between the like at the beginning of his show. He was like, This is absolutely fantastic. I think in terms of stupid things, I think it's the whole I realize people are always gonna do it and the Photoshop editing stuff. It's like fine. Uh, I just want clarity, really. I don't it's just when some people think that physique or it's like, oh look at that ass. It's like, oh, great. Like, is that actually attainable? Or are you ever going to get there? No, because it's been like augmented somehow. It's like, just, yeah. That's the, the bit I disagree with. Um, yeah. I guess as uh, someone who's never done it or wouldn't have dream of uh, trying to make myself look better, can't, mate. Can't. Um, you can't. You can't,
1: mate. You can't improve on perfection. I know,
0: exactly. Both me and Dan would never do that. I mean, barely any. Uh, barely put any filters on anymore can't be asked for yeah. that shit anyway I'm just like don't care what filter looks good just put it up there it's fine um, <laughs> yeah just I thought it was quite funny mate um, Elgin says he's always worth a worth a look he's fucking hilarious he's also a lawyer so that's probably why he's so harsh yeah. on people um, <laughs> strong yeah very strong on on the side note, there was a couple of articles this week if everybody wants to go read them. Um it was Eric Crazy's Five Reasons of ham, hamstring tightness, which I did want to discuss but we're kind of out of time. But mm. yeah, you know hamstrings aren't tight, right? But they might yeah. be. Um but yeah, five reasons why they they are tight comes from neural stuff it looks quite cool and then uh for those bodybuilders out there andrew valdez wrote a blog on 23 unconventional ways to do the cardio so dan mapped out that he had uh, a thousand calories of cardio to do to do a week and they pretty much mapped out 23 different ways to do that um which is actually quite cool because it keeps...
1: Because cardio is boring as fuck.
0: They, literally, they were like, cardio is dull. It's like the worst yeah. thing ever. So let's mix it up and see what you can do. Um, obviously, it's, you would have to change some of the stuff like, well, I don't know, laps or volume, etc. what you're doing um, to match your goals. But it was pretty good. I think it's on Eric Helms' like link tree. Go to the Freedom uh, J blog. Um, on his like Instagram page, so I
1: got link tree the other day. You have, partner. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you told me you're like, look at my link tree. I was like, I don't know what that is, Dan. Um, yeah, you're not cool enough. I'll, I'll put one on there, though. I'm gonna put mine on there and just be like, yeah, look at my link tree. Really, and you've cool. only got one
1: link to go to. Uh,
0: I can just put yours on and be like, troll this guy. Yeah. Troll. <laughs> 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 right, mate. We, uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, sorry, sorry, I haven't got a cough button. Um, we'll stop there. We've wasted enough of your time. 50 minutes. Strong. Wow, Jesus. We can short talk. Um, sure. Right, we'll be... Uh, I guess... It's body power quite soon, isn't it? Next month? Four weeks, mate, yeah. Four weeks. All right. Um, yeah, we will both be there. I'm unsure on the days I'll be there. Um, but... Please go annoy Dan Apparently he's going to be At a stand somewhere That'd be Hilarious um, Get a picture
1: with me Come and get a selfie with don't,
0: me Don't do that um, Do that
1: Just to annoy Tom Because that would really annoy Tom You won't. can tag him in all the Instagram selfies I will <laughs> love it
0: I'm going to do Instagram st- Like stories all day Just kind of Annoying you
1: to annoy me Just being alive Tom Or should
0: so. I, I See how many people We can troll And get kicked out You don't, have, you don't out. have to be
1: there You don't have to be there To annoy me Nah It'll be fun
0: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I don't have to be that you. I could just I control you from afar. Absolutely yep. fine. Um. All right. We'll yeah. Let us know if you're going to Body Power. Obviously, come and say hi if you're uh, doing mm. that stuff. Um. Is there two events going on with Body Power as well? Is there like a a tradey talk thing going on at the same time? Don't think so. Is there not? I might be just
1: the trade ones later on in the year, trade
0: ones later on. But I didn't know they're doing doing another one as well, which is more of a coachy one, like uh I don't know. I don't know. It might have been just, just, just us people actually in the industry. Like, might actually got emails about it, but Danders isn't actually in the industry. He just lives online. So that's it, mate. All right. um, Thanks for listening, guys, and we will catch you next week.
1: See you later.